Good morning, everyone. How are you this beautiful day that the Lord has made? I'm Karen Jane Casey on the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. It's on this podcast that we encourage each other as we face various um, circumstances, struggles, and challenges in life. And we learn from each other. We share what we've learned. And we always know that we can turn to God about anything. He is there for any of our troubles. Please know that during this 10 to 15 minute episode, I'm not going to be judging you, lecturing, or preaching down at you. Instead, I am sharing my journey. And I'm not finished with that journey. I am still learning. We learn together. And I encourage you to share what you have learned. During the month of February, we continued with what we started for the year, and that is to focus on the Lord, to focus on the life of Jesus Christ instead of our distractions of this world, and there are so many. But also, it's important that we walk in love. Traditionally, we think of February as a month of love because of Valentine's Day. So you may ask, what does all this have to do with turn to God about challenges in your life? overcoming challenges. Well, it brings me to share the basics of overcoming challenges, and that is our hope in the Lord. So that's where we must focus, not on our fears, our pain, our anger, our personal misery or dread, our challenges of the moment. None of focusing on the negatives doesn't get us anywhere, does it? But when we focus on the Lord, we can know that regardless of how tough our situation may be right now, it's not going to last forever, and it's only temporary. Doesn't experience prove that out? What the enemy means for evil or for harm, God always has a good plan, a good plan for us. During the past few weeks, we have explored His unfailing love, healthy self-love, and loving others. When we realize that God is the creator of all living things and that He is in control, He has a good plan for each of us, then we know His unfailing love for us. And we can turn to God for help in times of trouble. Going forward, we can develop a healthy, balanced self-love that brings happiness, commitment, and satisfaction. We can repent of the wrongdoings that we have done and then have a conscience that is clear. We can lean on the Lord and praise and prayer and obedience, and we give all our problems to Him. We practice the fruit of the Spirit with patient faith, no fear. And and as in the greatest commandment that Jesus gave us, we can love the Lord, our God, with all of our heart, all of our mind, all of our soul, and all of our strength. And secondly, we can love our neighbors as ourselves. And that with His guidance, we can learn to love others, even those who are different than ourselves. So that's what Jesus taught us. For example, in John 4, His experience with the woman at the well and the parable that Jesus told of the Good Samaritan in Luke 10. We are to love our neighbors as ourselves. Our neighbor is anyone and everyone. We show them mercy and compassion. When we push comes to shove in our chaotic world, each one of us can look at our, ourselves in this light. I am not a man. I am not a woman. I am not black, white, oriental, or any other race. I am not a Democrat or a Republican. 
This is the important part. I am a believer, a follower of Jesus Christ. Regardless of your gender, your race, your affiliations, you can choose, like I have done, to love others and hope for the best for them, regardless of the differences. Love your neighbor. Well, I pray that, mo that you too will become a believer, a follower of Jesus Christ. Well, that's a brief summary of the prior episodes in the month of February. If you missed them, I hope you will go back and watch or listen to those episodes. Today's episode involves possibly the hardest, the hardest element in love, and that is to love your enemies. Love your enemies. Seriously, love my enemies, those who deliberately brought me harm, love them. Yes, that's what Jesus tells us to do in Matthew 5, verses 43-48. He spells it out. Well, let me read this so we can all be sure of what he says to us. And I'm reading it in the Passion Translation. Love your enemies. Your ancestors have also been taught, love your neighbors and hate the ones you hate you. However, I say to you, love your enemy. Bless the one who curses you. Do something wonderful for the one who hates you and respond to the very ones who persecute you by praying for them. For that will reveal your identity as children of your Heavenly Father. He is kind to all by bringing the sunrise to warm and rainfall to refresh whether a person does what is good or evil. What reward do you deserve if you only love the lovable? Don't even the tax collectors do also? How are you any different from others if you limit your kindness only to your friends? Don't even the ungodly do that? Since you are children of a perfect Father in heaven, you are to be perfect like Him. So, clearly from that passage, if any of us wants to behave like Jesus, we are supposed to love our enemies and even pray for them. Even pray for them. Well, in my past, I found myself in a life-threatening domestic violence situation. My abuser tried to kill me. I went back to him, as many victims of domestic violence do, and, and I suffered many abuses. Later, he tried his best to encourage me to commit suicide, which I didn't. But he failed. I finally got far, far away from that horrible nightmare. He failed. As time passed, I realized that to be truly whole, I needed to be able to forgive him. And I did do that. But then, as in Matthew 5, there was a whole other step to do, to actually love my enemy. And he was certainly my enemy if he represented the devil himself. As in John 10.10, 10, the thief, my enemy, this abusive man, sought only to steal from me, to kill me, and to destroy me. In every way possible, he sought out to do that. And I forgave him. Well, my first attempt to pray for this abuser, to pray for my enemy, was a failure. I found, I found out while I was praying that I prayed he would never be able to harm another human being. And in that, I pictured this man, my abuser, completely paralyzed and unable to talk. In my mind, that was the only way that he would not harm another person while he lived. And I wondered 
If he was truly a psychopath, which I suspected, with no conscience, how then will he ever sincerely be sorry for what he had done with other victims? How could he be sorry and therefore repent? I wondered about that a lot. It just, I could not wrap it in my mind how the Lord could ever forgive him, how he could ever repent. And then one day, the Lord shared this with me in my quandary, and I had heard it before, but this hit me a different way. With God, all things are possible. With God, all things are possible. Boom. That part of my abuser's personal relationship with the Lord is not up to me. It's none of my business. And I am so thankful that I am not God. Sometime later, I looked at what Jesus said while he was suffering on the cross. People he loved had betrayed him, beaten him, spit on him, and the crowd that once praised him had screamed, crucify him. They wanted him dead, even though he had not done anything to deserve that. And while Jesus was literally dying on the cross as he suffered, he prayed for our sins and he asked our Heavenly Father this, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. What? Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. I heard this before, but it really resonated with me with respect to my ability to love my enemies, one in particular, even to pray for them, that one in particular. So now I could truly say, Dear Father in heaven, Please forgive, fill in the blank yourself, your enemy. Please forgive my enemy whom I have forgiven because if only they knew that heaven and hell are real, they would not have done these things. If only he knew in this spiritual law of sowing and reaping that it is real, that there are consequences to pay, then he would not have done these wicked and evil things. If only he knew all this, he would repent. He would walk away from his sinful life. So I can honestly say, Lord, Father, forgive him, for he knows not what he does. So sharing that bits of my testimony is not always easy. But my hope is that what I've learned along my journey has helped you in some way, if only, if only to forgive your enemies but also to be able to pray for them. So what is the reward in obeying the Lord by keeping Jesus first to love others as ourselves and to love our enemies, to love our enemies? As in the spiritual law of sowing and reaping that I mentioned, when we sow good in our love walk, we can hope to reap a harvest, answered prayers, blessings, inner peace and joy, and a good future eternity. As a believer, a follower of Jesus, we can hope for the ultimate blessing, and that is eternity with Him. So, there was a time in my life when I was desperately lost, hurting and afraid, and I suffered. Various abuses from my childhood, from domestic violence, and from the abuse of toxic people. I also grieved over the loss of a husband, and last year, the loss of my son. I have had major back surgery. There, I have been through some things. 
But God was always there for me. He worked miracles in my life. I'm alive because of Him. And I, He rescued me. He delivered me. I didn't deserve it. He did it over and over again. And when I came to Jesus, everything changed. I'm no longer alone. And He is always with me. I am healed. I have joy in my heart where there was nothing but brokenness. And I, I don't live in fear. I have an awesome future with Jesus. This is what I want for every single person. And so I share the good news of Jesus. I, I share it every podcast. The most awesome thing that you could do for yourself is to come to Jesus or rededicate your life to Him. God's amazing love is demonstrated by His sacrificing His only Son, Jesus, for our sakes. And that's described in John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Jesus himself said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. There's not many ways to the Lord. No, it's only through Jesus, through the grace, through the blood of Jesus. In 1 John chapter 1, verses 9-10, through 10, we learn about the importance of confessing, confessing our sins and confessing Jesus. When He is faithful and just to forgive us of all our sins when we confess them to Him. I encourage you now, regardless of where you stand in your relationship with Jesus, to pray with me now and pray out loud. Dear Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus is the only begotten Son, and I know that He suffered on the cross, even for me, to pay for my sins, and He arose in the third day. He defeated death. But Lord, I'm a sinner, and I repent of my sins now, all of them. I ask You to forgive me. But Lord, I'm going to need Your help because I will be tempted. Jesus, I am nothing without You. I ask you to come into my heart, and I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, thank you, dear Jesus, for your grace. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. And I will serve you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. So if you said this prayer with me, you've begun your relationship with the Lord. And I encourage you to study the Word of God and pray so you can have personal communication with the Lord, and you can learn more and more about the character of Jesus so you can become more like Him. And always praise, always obey with gratitude, and you can grow in faith. And with your focus on Jesus and His love, with patient faith, whatever the circumstances are that come along, with Jesus you can find inner peace and joy regardless of the chaos and the circumstances. With the heart of the Lord, you can love your neighbors as yourself, even though they're different than you. And you can learn to love your enemies and even pray for them. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Turn to God with Karen. I am Karen Jane Casey, author, speaker, podcaster, ambassador for Christ, and domestic violence advocate. Stay tuned for Turn to God with Karen every Monday morning at 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And I invite you to share your comments, your suggestions. Any feedback is most welcome. You can go to my website, contact 
section at KarenJaneCasey.com. That's C-A-R-I-N-J-A-Y-N-E-C-A-S-E-Y. When you go to my website, you also see about my books and blogs and other podcasts that I've done. And there's even resource material regarding domestic violence. Well, thank you and God bless.